0: This is the wake up rundown from News Ten ABC. Good Friday morning, everybody. It is October fourth, and I'm Jess Burganti with your storm tracker forecast. Alright, so the early commuters, you had to deal with a little bit of light drizzle, but the rest of the day, we're just waiting for those clouds to clear continuously. Now, it's still a cooler than average day, only warming to about 57 degrees, and also winds are picking up today. Yeah, as strong as 10 to 20 miles per hour, some gusts reaching 30, but all that afternoon sunshine sure will be nice. Yes, mostly sunny anytime later today, and we keep it mostly clear tonight. AKA also bottoming out under that clear sky to a low of 35, meaning things are frosty around town early Saturday. I said it so at 35 degrees in Albany, that means outside of the capital district, I wouldn't rule out more 20s and with that chill, well, let's just say a light frost given a frost advisory is expected to last until 9am for Saturday in the immediate capital district. As you travel outside of Albany and you find more of the cooler air towards the upper 20s, we're gonna have to deem that there's a chance for some freeze, a hard freeze, and that's where a freeze warning is in effect until 9am. And I'll have much more on news10.com if you look at our web story. Again, once we get through the frost early Saturday, then it's all about the sunshine. You're gonna have wall to wall sun Saturday warming up to about a high of 60 beautiful is the call. Even early Sunday, not bad with some morning sun. Then the clouds roll in. Yes, it quickly becomes mostly cloudy by the afternoon, and I think some rain showers by the late afternoon, early evening can be expected and rain still here on Monday. Friends, once we get through a rainy Monday with a high of 63, we start to moderate more sun Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday, and those three days will also find temperatures in the mid to upper 60s. That's your Storm Tracker update. Here's today's top headlines.
1: New details this morning a 15 year old is in jail charged with attempted murder. This is in connection to Monday night's shooting on Clinton Avenue. Police say that a teenager fired several shots at another man shortly after 7 p.m. near clinton avenue and quail street a 27 year old victim suffering gunshot wounds to both legs
2: are being treated at albany med and to other news this morning the Rensselaer county legislature has passed a resolution calling on the state's health department to do an air quality study in the city of Rensselaer. it comes amid concerns of odors and dust from the dunn landfill that resolution will be voted on next Tuesday. We'll keep it posted.
1: Tonight, following a rash of car break ins similar to those committed by the felony lane gang, a local fitness studio is hosting a free women's self-defense class to fight back from this type of crime. Sweat exercise studio owner Jamie Heyer Mitchell is partnering with Green County Sheriff's Office to host that self-defense class. That class will start tonight at 7. You can visit news10.com for more information.
2: The families of the victims of the Schoharie limousine crash and members of Congress have a new plan for limousine safety. It's called the Limousine Safety Action Plan, and it's made up of three acts, each aimed at improving safety for passengers in stretch limos. The acts focus on the use of seat belts in limousines, taking unsafe vehicles off the roads, and ending loopholes that allow limos to operate outside of the regulations. For more details on those three acts, go to our website. We have it there for you at news10.com. Meanwhile, tomorrow morning, a memorial will be unveiled for the 20 victims of the tragic crash. This will be a permanent memorial, and it will stand at the crash site in Schoharie next to the Apple Barrel Country Store. Sunday marks one year since that tragedy. The ban on certain e-cigarette flavors that was supposed to go into effect is now on hold.
1: And news sense Jamie DeLine live outside the Capitol this morning with more on the late afternoon court ruling that is bringing more changes now to vape shop owners. Good morning, Jamie.
0: Good morning. It's products like these that vape store owners were told needed to be off their shelves by today, but now they can slow down. A New York appellate court granted a temporary restraining order on the governor's emergency measure late yesterday afternoon and ruled that the state is temporarily not allowed to enforce the flavor ban. Governor Cuomo took action last month to ban flavored vapes after they were linked to deaths across the country. Vape shops were given a two week grace period to remove certain flavors such as bubble gum and cotton candy from their shelves and a hearing is scheduled for October 18th but until then vape shops who still have these flavored products can keep on selling them. But for now reporting live at the Capitol I'm Jamie Deline News 10
1: ABC. Jamie, thanks so much. Meanwhile, over in the Bay State lawmakers, there are defending Massachusetts four month ban on all vaping products. A national vaping group and its members have now filed a federal lawsuit seeking an immediate end to the ban. Today, the Massachusetts court will hear arguments from that ban.
2: To this morning's giving on 10 now, and we're highlighting the Berkshire County Sheriff's Office holding their annual Humvee push challenge this weekend. So, tomorrow morning, teams of five will compete to attempt to push the Sheriff's Office Humvee across the North Adams Walmart parking lot. All the proceeds from this event will benefit the Special Olympics of Massachusetts. Let us know how people are helping others where you live and giving back. All you have to do is send us the story and a photo to newsatnews10.com or put it on our social media pages with the hashtag GivingOn10. And we'll get it on air and online and spread the good news. It's a thrill park by day and Fright Fest by night. The Great Escape is back yet again with their annual Fright Fest which you can catch every weekend until the end of October and you're gonna be shaking in your boots because this year they're spookier than ever.
3: We've got 11 haunting attractions this year, guaranteed to keep your eyes, ears, everything just solely heightened because we're going to put the scare and the fear factor to 10 this season.
2: Spiders, clowns, and everything else horrifying. Great Escape Communications Supervisor Jason Lee isn't lying when he says they're taking the scares to a 10. And (laughs) And Skull Manor is one of the scariest haunted houses that they have, with something ready to jump out at you at any moment. There's five scare zones to walk through, accompanied by zombies, naturally, and four haunted houses, each one with a different theme.
3: This is Undead Alley. Now I'll tell you, this is a black-lit maze filled with all sorts of horrors. Look out on every corner, you're gonna find a surprise, I guarantee you.
2: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) hello! Hanging out under the bed! (laughs) Someone's gotta sleep there, Jason! (laughs) Now the ghouls come out when the bell rings at five o'clock,
3: but don't worry, There's something for everybody. We've also got opportunities for our kids to experience, um, you know, thrills by day. So we have obviously uh, trick or treat shales, we have uh, scream contests and costume contests for our kids to participate in throughout the day. Reporting from The Great Escape. What else we got coming up? Whoa! (laughs) That's a no from me.
2: Ben Ryan, News 10, ABC.
3: There are narrow restrictions about advertising to children, but a recent study shows the message may be seeping in anyway. A study published in Pediatrics shows that store advertisements for e-cigarettes double the likelihood for teen vaping. The study looked at youth between ages 12 and 17 who say they remember store-based e-cig marketing and showed they were twice as likely to start vaping within two and a half years. College kids were influenced by store-based ads and TV marketing, which both increased the likelihood of vaping by 30%. The number of youth who are vaping continues to climb, with estimates that nearly 5% of middle schoolers and 20% of high schoolers vape. Remind your teen that e-cigs are not safe for the developing brain, and no matter what they remember or how they're influenced by those ads, e-cigarettes should be off-limits. With this Medical Minute, I'm Serena Marshall, ABC News.